Yes, I'm going to talk about uh, public good in a specially structured environment. And uh, so uh, I will uh, actually I'm going to uh, to do like a, a periodic boundary uh, talk, and I will start uh, by the end. Uh, so this is the end of the talk. <coughs> and. Uh, so this is the story, and uh, then uh, the, during the talk I will uh, explain uh, what uh, what it happens. So as you can see, you have uh, three cells that settle uh, each uh, one of microcolony, except for the others. <coughs> and so now nothing happens. And at a point, some cell dies, and the other uh, continue to grow. Okay. So, uh, <coughs> so basically, here uh, the the bugs I'm studying is a uh, Pseudomonas aeruginosa, and uh, Pseudomonas aeruginosa is producing uh, an iron uh, chelator. Uh, this iron chelator is used to uh, to retrieve iron in the in the environment uh, because iron is essential for cell. And uh, and in this movie, I have a, a producer strain and a not producer. A okay. producer of the chelator. A producer of the key. Uh, so uh, basically, uh, all the work <coughs> has been carried in the, the laboratory of statistical physics at the NS uh, Paris. So it mainly corresponds to the, the thesis of uh, Thomas, and it also uh, involves uh, strongly uh, Thierry Mora, who did uh, all the, the theory in uh, in this work, and uh, it is done also with uh, with uh, Vincent and David. And we have a collaboration for uh, the biological aspects. For the, for they give us the strain and they construct the mutants. Uh, so this is done in uh, Strasbourg. Okay, so uh, <coughs> I will briefly introduce uh, the, the topic for those who are not uh, familiar with. Uh, so <coughs> basically, uh, when you uh, when you uh, you have a, like a common good that is uh, secreted in the molecules. Uh, for in our case, this is the, the, the pyovadine, so this is the, the name of the iron chelator, and it is secreted by uh, Pseudomonas aeruginosa. Pseudomonas aeruginosa is a gram-negative bacteria, uh, and so uh, now uh, <coughs> it is uh, it is reasonable to uh, now if we uh, in this population we imagine that we have we have two subpopulations, one which is producing so the, the red one, one which is not producing the gray one. Uh, it is reasonable to think that there will be a metabolic cost for the, the, those who produce the, the siderophores. So the siderophores is the pyovadine, uh, and the uh, and, uh, and the benefit uh, and the contrary will be shared among everyone. Okay, because everything is diffusing, uh, and because uh, because of the balance between the cost and the benefit, it is reasonable also to think that the, the gray one, the, so the non-producers, will grow faster than the, the red one, so the producers. Uh, <coughs> so there's iron in the plate in the movie that you showed us? Uh, uh, <coughs> so uh, the, the question is, yes, there is. Otherwise, the, nobody can grow. Right. Okay, But then the concentration is very limited. Uh, so it's a low concentration. Of yes, iron. so that's why you, you put a selective pressure. Uh, otherwise, the, the other uh, can grow. Uh, okay. Okay. Are, you, are you flowing? Is, is, is the fluid in the environment mixed? Is it, is it no, no, no. Uh, so I, 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 I'm going to, uh, to explain the, the setup. 
Okay. What, what uh, evidence is there for uh, for the cost playing any essential uh, uh, role in this uh, problem? So, sorry, the cost. The cost could be. Okay, I'm going. I'm going. Uh, so I'm going also to that. Uh, so this is uh, actually the, this slide. So uh, wh what people have done is that they have done the experiment in a, in a well-steered uh, uh, environment. So uh, you have uh, the, the, the gray one, the non-producers, and the red one, the producers. You, you mix them. Uh, <coughs> and wh what you observe is that if you measure the... Oh, sorry. <coughs> if you... Uh, if you measure the, the fitness of, uh, of the non-producers uh, versus the fitness of uh, the, the producers, uh, the fitness of the, producer, the non-producers is higher, okay? and uh, this effect uh, decreases as the, the initial frequency of the, of the non-producers is increasing in, the, in your medium. And the fitness is defined as? Uh, here, this is the defined as the... Uh, <coughs> Uh, this is something like this. So this is the frequency of the mutant at time t minus uh, frequency of mutants at time uh, zero over uh, <coughs> okay over the frequency of uh, wild type at time t minus frequency. Of, okay. The frequency is like the numbers, <coughs> the numbers of cells. Huh? Frequency is number. Okay. Yes. Okay. Am I the only one that can't read that? Are there board lights? Uh, ah. Behind that black box, it's a switch. Thank you. Okay. Okay, so basically you count, you count the number uh, of cells uh, uh, when you start your experiment, and you count the number of cells uh, uh, after the end of the experiment. So how do you, how they do that? Uh, so basically, they, they plate the cells and uh, they, 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 they count the, the number of, uh, of spots, okay, which correspond to, uh, to clonal uh, colonies, and uh, they see if they are fluorescent or not. Because the, the cyrophore, uh, so the pyrovalin is fluorescent. So the, the, the producers uh, give rise to uh, fluorescent colonies and the non-producers to uh, so, dark it seems like the, freak, the fitness at point one initial frequency is higher than at point zero. And in fact, at, at one, it seems still the fitness or the same as at point zero one. The, the fitness at one here yeah. is higher than the fitness here? No. No, at one no. Point zero one. By point zero, ah, point zero one, okay. Ah, uh, well, this is not my data. <laughs> no, no, uh, 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 actually, uh, each one of those dots uh, is a replicate? Huh? Each one of those dots is a replicate yes. experiment? Yes. Yeah. And I, actually, the, here I picked up uh, only uh, one, uh, one part of the, the figure because there are uh, two, three parts. Uh, this is, so this corresponds to our case. So this is the, like uh, an engineered uh, mutant uh, for uh, production, and uh, this is the wild, the wild type of Pseudomonas aeruginosa used in, uh, usually in the laboratory. But then they have taken natural isolates and they have, they have done also a random mutagenesis. Uh, and, <coughs> and I agree, 
this is uh, if I will uh, I, I won't have drawn a line like this. Okay. And that diffusion constant is turbulent mixing, or what is that? Where is that coming? Ah, the no, the diffusion constant here. I uh, evaluate it uh, from uh, the the diffusion constant of uh, molecule uh, from the yes. Stokes Einstein. Exactly. But if it's stirred, why why? Are it you is uh, bigger. It's, it's much bigger. It's much bigger, but I don't care. This is enough to, uh, for me. It's bigger than that. Yes, it's way know. bigger than that. Okay, so it means that, that, that here the, 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 the public good is, uh, the, the secreted molecule is really public because uh, everything is uh, instantaneously uh, distributed everywhere. And so the, the, we can really define a concentration. And this concentration is homogeneous. I can just understand the experiment. You stir it, then you plate it, and what you're counting is not the number of cells that were in that culture, but the number of collagens that they the, produced after you Exactly. Them. And you do that also before, uh, before doing the experiment. Okay, and the, the competition lasts uh, for uh, 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And excuse me, and what is the mutant and the what? Uh, so in this case, uh, the, the specifically, you mean in the pathway? Uh, the, the mutant is a, 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 a muta, um, deletion uh, for a PVDA. PVDA is the first enzyme uh, involved in the SADIRO4 uh, synthesis. Okay, I will go to that after. And uh, so this is uh, what is called the cheater. Uh -huh. And uh, the, the wild type is the, like uh, the standard uh, PAO1 uh, strain. So those are the ones which produce the Yes. Variant. Thank you. So sorry, I have another out. Uh, where does, does that formula come from? I mean, I would expect that if you have an advantage, we grow exponentially. So I would expect a lower somewhere. Is there uh, oh, uh, sure, sure, sorry. Right. Uh, okay. So, uh, so the question is, uh, what makes uh, cooperation stable? Uh, and so, one uh, one argument is uh, the li limited dispersal. Okay. And so, uh, two two experiments have been done so far. Uh, and uh, they con they, uh, one each is uh, dealing with the, the viscosity. So you, uh, you do uh, the competition on uh, petri dishes and uh, you increase the viscosity of these petri dishes. So basically here at uh, 0.1, uh, this is like almost like a liquid uh, culture. And here at uh, 1%, uh, of uh, agar concentration in the gel, this is a really a solid, uh, solid culture. And what do you see is that if the, the fitness of, uh, of the non-producers is higher uh, at, uh, at this viscosity, then it uh, decreases and uh, it, it becomes uh, lower at, uh, at, higher, uh, at higher stiffness. Okay? So it seems to, to indicate that, uh, <coughs> that limited dispersal will play a role on, a, on this problem. Those are cellular diffusion constants, or are the public good diffusion constants? Okay, actually, uh, <coughs> the <laughs> I, I, uh, okay, nobody, uh, nobody did this experiment in the room. No. Uh, the <coughs> this experiment it doesn't really measure the things because here, in this case, okay, both bo you, you don't you don't uh, only play on the on the diffusion of uh, the, the public goods. But you also play on the on the cell dispersal, and because here the cells are motile, okay. Yes. So, <coughs> so you, 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 this experiment is not really measuring what it claims. 
That's what I would guess. And, and I, you think that the nutrient, the public good, would be moving around independent of the agar concentration? Yeah. So what, why is it that the community works <coughs> high agar concentration? Ah, uh, it's uh, <coughs> because here, if they, they put uh, apotransferrin in the right concentration, and I guess they put, uh, you should uh, you should you should see uh, if you observe with the microscope what I've seen at the beginning, so the cells uh, die. We we will go back to the to the to the movie I showed before. Do you want to go back directly? No, but it's basic. So the argument is that the cells make something that chelates iron and something that it attaches to the chelator, and it's the local concentration of the thing that attaches to the chelator is sufficiently high. The cheats lose because they're not making it. Uh, sorry, can you stop? Well, you mentioned apotransfer. So right. apotransfer is uh -huh. what is it? The apotransfer. Ah, apotransferrin. Sorry, it's a, an, uh, an iron chelator. It's a human iron chelator. Okay, and it is, it is used to compete with pyrovalin. Actually, pyrovalin is one of the strongest iron chelator uh, known uh, in, uh, in, the, in the living kingdom. And apotransferrin is uh, like the second one. So it's uniformly distributed in the agar. Yes. yes. Ah, yeah. This you put it uh, at the beginning. And actually, you should, really be, you should be really careful uh, by doing this, because uh, then there is a, te there is a technical issue. Uh, because if you... Uh, this agar, okay, you should uh, boil it in order to pour it in the plate. And if you uh, put uh, apotransferrin before uh, boiling uh, the stuff, uh, the apotransferrin is uh, killed. Okay, and so it means, uh, for me, it's quite, uh, fine. Well, I don't know how they succeed to do it, but it's quite impossible to... Uh but the apotransferrin is uniformly distributed, it has a uniform concentration. Yes, it is to, supposed to be. Right, so... And there's a competition between the bacteria and apotransfer for iron. Mm -hmm. And I guess I, st I still don't understand why it's worse to be at high cell density in the middle of the plate for the jeeps than it is for them to be spread out everywhere. No, but okay, but uh, this is the, the end of the experiment. Okay, so if the experiment, uh, then it. it, it with the question uh, how it starts. Okay, here you have like uh, less than 20 microns be uh, between the, the the bugs. Okay, and <coughs> but they die. So the, the, okay. the, the this is not condition is, is is cheaters and cooperatives. The, these two strains are cheaters, and uh, actually they, you you can see that they swarm. Okay, uh, and uh, and these cells is uh, the, the the producers. And all these cells are dying, okay, till the end, till the end of the experiment. And here you, s you can see that they can recover because now the the concentration of pyrovalin in the in the environment gets higher, okay. And so here they, they at the end they can benefit, but at the start they. But I thought they were given a chelator in the agar. Huh? They were given a chelator in the agar to begin with. They, they, there is a chelator, but uh, yeah, okay. The okay, sorry. The 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 the, the, the cells, the so the non-producers and the producers can't use uh, apotransferrin. Oh. Okay, apotransferrin is just to sequester iron. So by counting the number of colonies, you're not only measuring how much they might have benefited from the uh, chelator produced by the 
good guys. When they were in liquid culture, mm -hmm. you're also, you have the problem that the cheaters are automatically at a disadvantage on solid culture. So what I'm, I don't understand how you remove that disadvantage so you can figure out how they benefited or not from the distribution of, of in, the, in, the in, liquid in, culture. In, in liquid, the, 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 the benefits are the same. Exactly, but you're not measuring fitness in but the liquid culture. You're measuring it after they get onto a solid ah, no, 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 yeah, yes, but what you do is that you always manage to, uh, it's when, when, when you have a liquid culture, like a pure, uh, a pure culture, and you want to, to precisely count the number of cells, uh, either you take the OD, but the OD is, is not uh, like, uh, accurate, and uh, if you want to get accurate results, you, what you do is that you dilute the cells exactly. and, and you plate them. And, and you're and you, going to grow differentially on the thing because of, by virtue of the fact that they are producing or not producing. Yeah, yes, but in, in this case, when they test the number of cells, they don't put uh, the se uh, selection, uh, selective pressure. It is uh, with a. Uh, but if I'm a cheater, I can't grow on yeah. the agar. Yes, you, you, you can grow on the agar if, if, if I don't put apple transferrin. They do it immediately if it contains iron. You do the competition. You do the competition with uh, this uh, extra iron chelator, and but when you want to, to measure it, okay, you don't put the, the chelator, otherwise uh, they, they won't grow. Exactly, but without the chelator, I'm at a disadvantage if I'm a cheater, so I can't grow, so you're not going to see a colony from me. And it's not because I wasn't here, I was here, and I thrived when there was liquid culture and everybody was distributing, but now you put me on a solid substrate, I have no source of chelator, I'm not even going to make a colony, and you're going to think I never existed. No, 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 if there is no apotransferrin. The plate's full of iron? Yeah, so everyone so, gets to grow. And so it's sufficient for that, for the iron oh, yeah, to be sure. there. I thought they needed the chelator to even access <coughs> No. Okay, so you just fill the plate with iron. And exactly. Okay, okay, I get it. They, they, they require the chelator only in the presence of apotransferrin. I see, I see, I see. I see. Okay. okay. So can I ask one more question about this experiment? Naively, as a non-mathematical, non-physicist, it seems to me biology. that if the sidera-4 production was constant, it's hard to explain what you just showed us. And that the simple way of explaining it is there's some density-dependent effect where the siderophore production goes down as the cell density goes up. And because you have spatial segregation, the guys who are the producers have preferential access to the siderophore, and that's why the other guys die. Is that what you're going to tell us, or is there something more complicated? Uh, it is a bit more complicated. OK. <coughs> But in a sense, you're right, there's a positive feedback in the system. So the production of cellulophore is density dependent. Okay. And it goes down with density or up? It goes down at the end? Yes. Okay. Yes, there is a mass. Basically, what I said is correct. Although ba basically, yes. Okay. Okay, so, and, uh, so this is the second experiment that uh, played uh, with the, the spatial structure. So here you have, uh, you have cells that they call uh, neighbors. So either they are cheat or cooperators or control. So if they are uh, cooperators, so producers, now you put uh, here non-producers uh, strain and you see uh, which is growing. Okay? I, uh, and so these points correspond to each uh, rows here. And uh, so what you see is that they are close to the producers, they can grow, and if they are, uh, they can grow. Their the, the fitness is higher than the producers, and uh, if they are far from the, the producing strain, their the fitness is lower. So you're spotting things down on a solid agar medium with very... This is solid agar medium. 
Okay. Okay, but uh, <coughs> so uh, when I when I read the papers on uh, on cooperation, uh, I'm always puzzled by the fact that uh, each time the introduction starts, uh, okay, uh, cooperation is widespread in nature, and uh, regardless of uh, the cost uh, it has. And uh, we will do an experiment, and we will engineer uh, a cheater and make it compete uh, against the wild type strain. So uh, wh what I wanted to, to do is to naively uh, look at the wild type strain. So here in my experiment, I uh, <coughs> for the maybe the whole talk until the end, I will have only uh, one uh <coughs> one pure uh, pure culture. So the the red one, the producer. Uh, and which is the, the wild type uh, strain of uh, Pseudomonas uh, aeruginosa. And so the question is how the public goods are uh, distributed within uh, these uh, microcolonies. Okay, so if uh, they are, uh, this is homogeneous, uh, there is a, uh, there. And what does 10S mean? Uh, 10 seconds. So it means that uh, within 10 seconds, <laughs> everything is uh, uniform. Yeah. Diffusion is capable of spreading the public good a distance 30 microns in 10 seconds. But if, 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 you, if, you, if you check, the, uh, if you assume that uh, the, <coughs> yeah, okay, here, maybe I should explain what it is. It yes. is uh, here, this is a, a bacterial colony that has grown between uh, um, uh, cover slip and uh, an agar gel, okay? So uh, the agar gel, uh, we, can, uh, <coughs> we can assume that it is liquid, almost, okay? And, uh, and so if you assume that it is liquid, the cellular force can diffuse through it, okay? Yes. And so if you uh, assume the, if you, if you take the diffusion coefficient given by the Stokenstein uh, relationship, yes, yes. Uh, and uh, so you get uh, this time for a cellular force to, uh, to, uh, to explore the... 30 micron area. Right. Okay, good. And then the, the red cells there are the... Are, are uh, they, they're all... Uh, no, 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 producers. Or just producers? They, uh, they're it, all producers. They're, they're all producers, okay? okay? I, I just want to see, uh, naively, in a colony like this, uh, are, are the CDR4 uh, homogeneous or uh, are they uh, heterogeneous? Okay. okay? Thank you. A quick question. So uh, is it assumed the experiments are so fast that you don't have to worry about the new mutants arising from... Ah, yes. And what happens if you just start with the culture, the pure culture, the ones that produce the key later? Yes. How long does it take cheaters to arise? Ah, uh, actually, uh, I, I, I don't know any paper uh, that uh, tackle uh, this question. So your question is about uh, the, 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 the time required for a cheater to appear. Uh, <coughs> But I, and nobody ta nobody uh, raised this question because everybody says uh, okay cooperation is stable and so uh, in a way uh, in their uh, mind the the cheater can't appear. I mean, it's a reasonable assumption that the forward mutation rate will be between ten to the minus seven and ten to the minus eight per cell for generation, assuming that there's one or two genes that are the targets. Right, just by oh, uh, sure, mutation. Sure. Okay. 
Okay, so here are the, the <coughs> here you have the, the cells. Here uh, you have the, the pyruvidine. So the pyruvidine is uh, naturally fluorescent, so you, we can uh, directly uh, image it. Uh, so this is a, a very uh, good uh, system. What wavelength is like? Huh? Uh, you uh, shine them at uh, 405 uh, nanometer. That's not an awesome wavelength for cells. Or That's not, and actually, and we spend uh, a lot of time to get the right uh, condition in order to grow them uh, without uh, killing them. <laughs> And they do you might not? have elevated mutation rates. Huh? They might have elevated mutation rates. Uh, yes, they might. Yeah. Anyway, okay. But you got it as good as. Huh? You got it good. Yes. Uh, okay. All right. Here, uh, they, 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 they can grow much longer than this, but here I, I stop uh, before the onset of, uh, of the double layer because when you do uh, the, this kind of experiment, at, at uh, remarkably at the place uh, where the, the first cell uh, settled the, the, the colony, the uh, double layer uh, appears. Okay, and we have a kind of uh, explanation for this. Okay, so uh, wh what you don't see in this movie is that the 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 the, the average fluorescence in the colony is increasing over time. Okay, here uh, every frame is normalized uh, by the, the mean intensity. Uh, and so what you clearly see is that uh, actually the, the public goods are not distributed uh, homogeneously. And uh, so if I go, go back, if I go back, you will also uh, see <coughs> that uh, the, the, the fluorescence is also fluctuating over time. Okay, and some cells uh, are this going... Is the, this is the fluorescence over the whole microcolony? Here? No, the graph. The graph. Ah, yes, yes. So since the, the number of cells is growing exponentially, right. the mean fluorescence per cell is declining. Yes. Uh, no, 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 no. You're, you're normalizing by the area. No, 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 no. It means it means uh, that uh, you have something that compensates for the for uh, the dilution. Okay. So if you don't produce anything. Okay, your uh, volume is increasing exponentially. Okay, because uh, actually, uh, if you take uh, one uh, one cell, its length is also increasing exponentially. Okay, so uh, the, the the volume is increasing exponentially. So it means that the concentration is decreasing exponentially. So you should compensate this uh, with a positive feedback. Okay, and actually, there is a positive feedback that compensates the this dilution. How how is the mean fluorescence changing? The mean fluorescence, this is this curve. That is the mean fluorescence. This is the mean fluorescence of the colony. The colony is all, is this, I can't read from here. Is the scale, is yeah, the what's y axis scale? linear yeah. or logarithmic? The vertical scale on the inset. It's the y axis on the inset. Linear or logarithmic? Here, this is time, this is linear. Okay, the vertical axis. Huh? Uh, here, this is linear also. Right. So my claim yeah. is that the fluorescence over the whole colony is linear with time. Mm -hmm. And the number of cells is increasing exponentially. Yes. The mean fluorescence per cell must be going down. No. <laughs> Why not? Huh? Why not? Why not? Okay. Uh, do, I'm going to the to the model. What are the units on the vertical axis of your insect? Is it the number of frames over the whole colony? It's increasing linearly with time. Yes. Right? We agree? Yes. The number of cells in the colony is increasing exponentially over time. 
I divide a linear in Ah, okay, okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. I understand your question. Okay, uh, for sure, uh, okay, sorry. Here, what we plot, okay, is the concentration in the colony. So th th this is a fluorescent per, per pixel. Per unit area. Per unit of area. Okay. Ah. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, uh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Uh, wait, for me, it was obvious. Sorry. All right. And do you understand what the, the tangential boundary conditions, or why all the rod-shaped pseudomonas uh, <laughs> are tangent to the boundary on the left side? Uh, we may discuss that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not maybe not relevant, but it's kind of striking, right? Huh? Yeah. yeah. And Nicola, you also said it's heterogeneous. Here, yes. And they're cusps, yeah. I mean, you have to convince me more than just fluctuating fluctuations. Okay. Uh, uh, I hope I will. Uh, Nicola, related question. So, if you follow one set over time, mm -hmm. does it fluctuate in uh, production? Yes. Uh, in production, yes. uh, in production, uh, at the beginning uh, and at this stage of uh, the microcolony development, no. But later on, uh, because there is uh, this, uh, this uh, negative regulation uh, by uh, the master regulator Fur, uh, it is it, this is not fluctuating over time. But some cells are uh, producing and some some are not. Okay, so, but uh, because here we don't measure actually the, the production, we measure what, what is the concentration in the cell periplasm, and the concentration in the cell periplasm, it's the result of production, but also uh, the import from the neighbors and the export from, uh, from its own concentration. Okay, so here, what the color uh, codes for the, the, the concentration of cytochrome you start from one cell, and here is the, 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 the the lineage of uh, the colony, and so here the so the heterogeneity that you you don't trust uh, now, uh, and after this slide is uh, like the <coughs> uh, horizontal section in this tree, and uh, you have also uh, the, the the heterogeneity is uh, dynamic because you see, for instance, you can uh, go from uh, to be uh, bright and then uh, to uh, become uh, dark. Do you have a way of distinguishing? Which molecules the cell imported and which ones it made by itself? No. Okay. And wh when is it that iron is bound in this process? Sorry. When is iron when, bound? Uh, so iron is bound uh, in the uh, extracellular, extracellular environment. Right. And, and just kind of time scale. So I, you know, this thing is produced, it's secreted. Do you have any sense of how long it takes before it binds an iron? I mean, is it no, no, but I, actually, you will see that I would say that, that it's quite uh, fast. I mean, this is not hours, okay? Because, uh, well, act, act, well, okay. To be honest, I, I don't know how to answer uh, the question, okay? Uh, but we actually, you will see that uh, we we have uh, we see we can see an effect on the fitness. So it might be uh, less than, uh, I, at least I can give you an upper boundary, and uh, this, up, this upper boundary is uh, the division time. Right. Okay. And does iron binding affect its fluorescence? Uh, yes, the iron is quenching the fluorescence. Mm -hmm. 
But actually, essentially, we are measuring the fluorescence in the periplasm. So as soon as uh, your uh, cytochrome uh, bonds to uh, iron enters uh, the cell, the iron uh, is released from, uh, from the cytochrome. And the cytochrome is not cut up at that stage? Is not cut it's up? not cut up? Uh, we, we don't know, but it's, it is supposed not to be. They, they, and then, then it can be uh, recycled. I see. But, yeah. but all the action is in the uh, is in the periplasm. The, the action of uh, releasing the iron and uh, transporting into the pyre. That's, that's known. That yeah, yes. Why? Right. But that's known. That that's uh, right. partially known. Okay. Okay. So Nicola, could it be that the progenitor that, that you see in production is not really in production, but rather in the uh, entrance of the? Uh, okay. I, I'm not claiming uh, that uh, we are looking at an heterogeneity of production. Okay, if you want to see, uh, I might have uh, the, the slide. So <coughs> this is the heterogeneity in, uh, in production. So this is production. This is uh, side of the side of four concentration. Okay. So here you can uh, you can uh, fit this with a line. Okay, and you get uh, like a weak. Uh, you could fit it with a line. You could fit it with a lot of things. Weak R two. Okay. So, right, sorry. So if you look at the lower density, can you actually detect fluorescence outside the, the cell? At at low density, what do you mean? Well, lower density of uh, a uh, Okay, actually. So early in the colony. So, yes, really at, the, uh, what, at the latest do, do, stage. Here, do you yeah. want to know if we can measure the fluorescence in the background? Yes, for sure. Well, we, we have a mask uh, of each cell, we have, uh, so we have the mask of the colony, and uh, so we can. Uh, so, Paris is saying that the concentration of the siderophore, if there was no reuptake, would fall off as 1 over R. The cell was spherical, right? Or something, right? So, can you see diffusing a cellular form? Can you uh, outside the colony? Yeah, for example. Okay, actually, uh, if you uh, look really carefully here and you uh, you plot uh, the the intensity profile yeah, here, uh, you 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 see uh, you see something that is that is not flat. So, okay. So, so, so it, mean, it means that the, 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 the dynamic the, range, you can still detect something about the background outside the cell. Ah, outside the, at the stage, ah, yes, for sure. Right. Right, so the, the only uh, stage at uh, which we, we can't detect uh, anything is the, this stage. Okay. So this stage, uh, the, the background is uh, really at zero. Here, this is not uh, really at zero. Okay. The background is your enemy. My background, uh, no, my background is not my enemy. <laughs> the autofluorescence is my enemy. Once it decreases, okay. you change your exposure time over time? Uh, no, 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 because, no, uh, Boris, no. Uh, because in this case, uh, the, the side of four are secreted. Okay, so, so there is a leak from the, the colony. Precisely, okay. and I'm asking, uh, can you measure it? Yes, and uh, I'm sorry. Okay. 
But what I'm telling is that here the error bars are small, and at the beginning uh, you are uh, in the, the you have like big error bars, and you are dominated by the autofluorescence of your uh, medium, uh, and not the fluorescence of the cilia. Okay. Why is the background brighter at the beginning, and then it gets dark? No, it is it is no, not brighter. It's more signal than the, the whole each, lot of each, uh, each, 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 oh, oh, it's normalized. It's normalized. Okay. Okay, so this is the, the biology of the cyanophores. Uh, so as I told you, uh, the cyanophores are fluorescent. Uh, so every gene uh, involved uh, in, a, so this is the, the, the schematic of the pathway. Every gene involved are uh, located uh, at the same uh, locus. Um, and so uh, the other thing that you should remind is that uh, cyanophores are not uh, proteins. And so they are the result of, uh, of the, the action of many enzymes. Uh, these enzymes are called uh, NRPs. NRPs uh, stands for uh, non-ribosomal peptide synthetase. Uh, and so basically these enzymes uh, are uh, elongating a peptidic chain. The peptidic chain is composed of uh, something like uh, 12, uh, <coughs> 12 amino acids. And, uh, and, and uh, that's all. So the, no, that's not all. So the, the, the main step of the synthesis is performed in the, in the cell cytoplasm. Then the, the cytophore ends its maturation in the, the periplasm of the bacteria. Then it is uh, exported. And, uh, <coughs> and then it can uh, chelate iron and then be uh, taken uh, up back by the, by the cell. Okay? So this is the NAPs. This is the secretion. It chelates iron and it is important. Okay. Is there a special channel or receptor to get it inside? Yeah, yes. Okay, but actually it has both. It has uh, a specialized channel, okay? But if you, uh, if you knock down this, still uh, cells can uh, retrieve but a very little amount of uh, cytophores. Okay? And so here, uh, there is a double negative feedback. I can explain you if you want. But it results in a, in a positive feedback. And uh, it means that uh, as soon as you uh, uptake CYDO4, you will produce more. OK, so. Uh, Nicolas? What? Is the, uh, is the uh, transport of the iron and the cells, is that regulated by signaling between cells, or it's not? The, the transport here, it is uh, regulated uh, by uh, this uh, sigma factor? No, no, I'm talking about uh, regulation by. Uh, Okay. Is it, is I, I, I'm, I'm answering the question. Okay. So this uh, this this uh, this channel, the production of this channel, is under the control of a sigma factor that is a FPVI. Okay. And FPVI is uh, if you have uh, no neighbors and uh, you don't import cytochrome, uh, this is uh, downregulated by uh, its anti-sigma factor, uh, so FPVR. Okay. And uh, so the way. And, uh, and now, if you have neighbors, if you are uh, exchanging uh, cytophores, uh, this anti-sigma is sequestered by the, by the, the import channel. And so then uh, FPVI can uh, trigger the transcription of uh, FPVA, which is the, the import channel. Okay, so there is a positive feedback also on, uh, on the production, on the synthesis of the, these uh, channels. So you expect that even when you don't have cheaters, you would expect that uh, dynamically there would be a, a, 
population of non-producing and population of producing. Is that right? Even, even without, uh, without mutations. But it means that with this positive feedback, if you have fluctuation, they will, they will be amplified, for sure. Okay, so uh, it depends. Uh, if you look at the beginning of the growth, like we are doing, uh, everything is quite homogeneous. Okay, but then if you go uh, further in the growth, <coughs> okay, before the, uh, the, the, the shutdown by, uh, by fuel, uh, then you expect to have a big uh, fluctuation uh, between uh, colonies. Yes. Is the, is the thing that inhibits the anti-sigma factor higher there than complex to iron, or just make it higher? No, it is a complex uh, with iron. But it is what the, the biologists have uh, demonstrated so far. Are you going to explain this differential equation? Yes. Good. <laughs> so, uh, so this is the biological view. So, by the way, there's a pointer over there uh, on the left side of the blackboard. Keep going. Stick. Yeah, stick. And it might help other people see. Ah, uh, sorry. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <Suggestion>. Okay. Uh, <coughs> So this is the, the biological view of, uh, of the system. And uh, sorry for biologists, we are physicists, and uh, we want to simplify the, the schematic. So uh, for us, the system is uh, like a, a production, uh, then an export, and then an import, and also a feedback uh, b between uh, import and production. So uh, now I'm going to, uh, to this differential equation. So we have a basal term for the production, so this alpha. Uh, so C, C, sorry, is the, the concentration in uh, one cell. And so it, and, uh, <coughs> experimentally, it will be given by, the, by the, 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 the fluorescence per area in one cell. Okay? And it's the concentration of PDV with the iron or without the iron? Uh, without the iron. Okay, thank you. Okay? So uh, we have a basal term for this production, so this alpha. Uh, so the import is proportional to, to some external concentration, so C out. Uh, the export is, proportion, is uh, proportional to the, the internal concentration, so uh, minus K out times C. And there is a dilution that comes from the, the growth of, uh, of the cell, so this uh, minus uh, uh, new uh, C. New is the, the growth rate of uh, the cell. Uh, and <coughs> we have the, the positive feedback that is also proportional to, uh, some the, to the external concentration and that we call uh, it F uh, times C out, okay? And we have some noise. So it seems to me there are two issues. One is the assuming that alpha is something that's... So you assume that alpha is a specific production rate, that is production per unit mass of the cell, or it's an absolute production rate which doesn't change as the cells get bigger. No, well, this is the, the first. Uh, well, the production uh, here doesn't depend on the uh, on the size of the cell. Right. But for but most things, that's probably not a reasonable assumption, right? The that the concentration of enzymes goes up with the concentration of the cells. Sure, sure, sure. But I, I don't want to really emphasize this model because okay. I, at the end we, we go to something that is a. Uh, this is like a microscopical view of uh, this model. This is one way to present the results. Okay, I, I could have done it uh, differently, uh, starting by the data, and to tell you, okay, we, we have the data, we have this and this, and we will write the phenomenological model that I will present. 
Okay. But, but then I just have one other point. So what you just said was that feedback is mediated by hybrid and complex with iron. So your feedback there should be FC out times some term that reflects the iron concentration outside the cell, right? Because that will determine the strength of the feedback. No iron outside Yes, but the cell. You, 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 can, you can have it in the in GIF. So F is a function of the concentration of iron. Yes, if you want to write everything, F is a concentration of iron. Okay. Okay. Not a but, but, but actually, we, we, can't, we can't measure uh, all this. So we don't want to stick to this. It's just uh, like uh, uh, just to get intuition in our uh, phenomenological model. But I can justify also it with the data. It, so it's to build intuition rather than to make quantitative predictions. Exactly. We don't do pre quantitative prediction on this term. Okay. We, you will see that. Actually, <coughs> okay, uh, I'm going in few uh, seconds in the phenomenological model, but here and uh, our the, the main assumption of our model is to state that the C out is defined locally. So as a linear combination of uh, what is uh, the cell concentration in cell inside the cell and the in, uh, around the cell and the concentration uh, inside the neighbor the neighboring cells. Okay, so the neighboring cells are defined with a, a corona of one cell width around each cell. And so with this, we, we can play and we have, we have too many parameters. Uh, we can't really measure them uh, independently. And so if uh, we write everything, we, uh, we have two uh, contributions, one which is coming from the neighboring cells and one which is coming from the cell itself. Okay, so this is our phenomenological model. And this, we can uh, justify it with, uh, with our data. Okay. And the lambda re just reflects the dilution again? No, uh, also the, 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 the lambda is a, <coughs> is a proxy. So if you, if you want to expand uh, everything, so uh, in, the, in the lambda. Uh, it includes nu. It, well, it, 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 it includes uh, f uh, times uh, b. It includes uh, uh, key, in, key in times uh, b. Uh, with a minus, okay, and you have a plus k out and a plus nu. Okay, and there's a separate differential equation for the concentration of iron, or are you assuming that's saturated somehow? Or uh, we we assume that it is saturated now. Okay. Okay. Later on. Okay, so this, huh? Uh, so actually, we uh, sorry. <coughs> So here we have uh, like uh, three parameters, and we will actually uh, measure. Uh, we we uh, we can rewrite this equation uh, by looking at the spatial fluctuation. So we define a C prime that is the the concentration in the cell and the concentration in the neighboring cells. And so now we just have like uh, like uh, the, the equation for a spring. Okay, with a, with a restoring force, and uh, lambda is the value of the restoring force. So experimentally, we can uh, <coughs> we, we measure this, we measure this, we can uh, plot uh, this versus this, and we get these uh, black points, and if we fit it, we uh, can measure the, the lambda. Okay? Oh, can I ask you, is it clear a priori that this coefficient of C in the previous equation is negative? Because you said it's a combination of all these different things, and some of them are positive and some of them are negative.
Okay, so these are the data. Okay, so here what we plot is the, the, the derivative of, uh, <coughs> of the, 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 the cell fluorescence. Okay, uh, and uh, so this is the, the color. And we plot it against the value in the cell itself and the value in the neighborhood. Okay, and uh, so uh, <coughs> as you can see here, the, so this is your question, here the dependency is uh, negative. Okay, so lambda is negative. So that's why we put a lambda. So that's just an experimental result, basically. That's uh, just an experimental result. Do you understand result. why it's negative? Huh? Do you understand why it's negative? Uh, do we understand? Uh, do you? No, I'm asking you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we understand why? Uh, what do you mean why? Well, I mean, do you mean uh, evolutionary? It's a sum of these terms, you know, it's like k out. I know, I understand the, your question because so you have positive and negative term yeah. and you, you, you want to see the, if the balance yeah. is positive or negative. So this I understand the question. But then uh, why is it uh, like, uh, do you want an evolutionary explanation of this? Or, uh? Do you understand which term dominates in the sum that was referred to in the original question? Ah, sorry. It's a simpler. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, which term dominates? Uh, or maybe they're all very close to being equal, but they right, right, just right, no, uh, accidentally come out to be negative. Right. No, but I, no, I don't know. Okay. I mean, it could, be, it could follow from the pathway somehow that you know, it has to be negative or something. Yeah, sure. Right. But, uh, I, 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 I guess it seems that like maybe the confusing thing is, if I understand this graph right correctly, it says if your neighbors make a lot of sidereform, mm -hmm. The rate at which you make siderophore goes down. Yes. No, if the neighbor are here. Okay. So if your neighbor, uh, so, so there are or two. Or C neighbor is greater than C prime, right? It means the C x-axis is, is greater than you have values on the x-axis greater than one. It means yes. your neighbors have higher siderophore concentrations than the colony as an average, correct? Right. And under those conditions. Yes, but uh, be careful because uh, here you are also in a condition in which uh, you are uh, above uh, the average concentration in the cell. So you have two effects in this. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you want to go to that. And, and, and also, one other point is that uh, we don't claim that these cells are making more cellular force. We just claim that they, actually we claim just what we measure, we measure that they, they, their concentration becomes higher. And it doesn't mean that they have produced more. It could also be that they have uh, imported uh, more. Okay, but if you, okay, then if you look along the, if you look along the Okay. So it's basically the important thing is C bar. Huh? The important thing is C bar. The important thing? C bar, not C bar. Uh, is that what I walk away with? Uh, why should you be? Uh, well, you said that, well, uh, so, um, yeah, I'm actually a little bit uh, puzzled. But presumably, you just look at the sort of spatial correlation of your fluorescence yes. in the colony and figure out the length. Yes. And uh, so I don't entirely understand why this u
Okay, so uh, we, we, we could have uh, looked also at uh, like second uh, neighbor's uh, interaction. Uh, so the idea is to do the, the simplest model. But I can show you then the, 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 the correlation. So who's interacting with what? Are we basically saying that there is interaction other than something mediated by etc. or that uh, there is a contact interaction involving some pili or you know, whatever we or quorum sensing on uh, a length scale very much shorter than, uh, so, than sorry? Uh, the size of, of the binder. Uh, you, you can't interact uh, with distances that are shorter than the size of uh, one vector. Yes, I will not disagree with that. But but you can interact with distances that are long. For yeah, example, sure. if sure. you have uh, some uh, uh, quorum sensing molecule uh, which is diffusing, uh, 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 I'm just trying to understand whether you you're positing that there is some interaction other I, no, 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 no. immediately. Just a second. What's immediately mediated by the cellular right? So there's sort of an obvious feedback on production of cellular four due to uptake of cellular four, for example, right? Um, but that may not be the only thing. And I'm trying to understand, are you saying that it is or it isn't? So. Okay, um, I'm, uh, I'm just saying that we, we, we define things like that. Okay, we, we will try to see how it does work uh, with our data. Okay, and, and uh, so to, to go back to the experiment, well, what I can uh, measure is the uh, correlation of, uh, of, the, of C in the colony. Okay? So this is the result. And what you will uh, tell me is, oh, uh, uh, this is correlated over a long distance. Okay? So, uh, so here you miss, uh, so, so, fin, if you let me, I, I go back to, this, uh, to, to these things to explain why here you see a correlation Okay, at uh, these lengths, because actually we have a gradient and it reflects the correlation of the gradients. How long are the cells? The cells is like uh, one and a half micron. It's a short, bit shorter than E. coli. Okay, so uh, we have uh, we have the the value of the damping force here, the lambda. Uh, then, uh, with the, the the lambda that we have measured, we can add uh, this term uh, to both sides of the equation in order to get the noise, and uh, the <coughs> we can uh, calculate the autocorrelation of the noise, and uh, at time uh, t zero, it gives us the the strength of the noise. And actually, we can uh, <coughs> we measure that the strength of the noise is, uh, is uh, behaving. Uh, sorry, no, the, the, this quantity here is behaving like the square of uh, the, the average concentration in the colony. Okay, which means that the, the noise is higher than a simple Poissonian uh, noise. Nicolai, I thought you said lambda was negative. No, this is uh, no, this is a gamma. No, 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 the lambda in your. Well, uh, no, lambda is uh, no lambda positive. is positive. So this is a minus lambda. Re reflecting a negative. Negative lambda was negative. Huh? Well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Do you have an idea of why the noise goes like c squared? So uh, no. No, no. It, it can be. Uh, 
It can be fluctuation in the number of pumps uh, for reflux input. We we don't know. Okay, so then with uh, those uh, two parameters, uh, we can uh, derive uh, analytically uh, the expression for uh, for many things. Uh, so for the variability, for the <coughs> so for the variability first. Uh, so here, this is a prediction of the model. There's, there's no fit. So here, the x-axis is the, the mean uh, the, 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 the mean value of the pyrivalent concentration in the colony. Uh, here, this is the standard deviation of the local fluctuation. And here, the, the expected slope is uh, like the square root of uh, uh, big uh, gamma uh, over, uh, over lambda. And uh, each color codes for, uh, for a movie. Okay, so uh, it works uh, uh, almost well. Uh, and then we can also uh, derive a special uh, model of our equation uh, because you uh, replace uh, C neighbor by the discrete Laplacian minus uh, the concentration of the cell. And uh, so you get a discrete equation. And because you know the, the, <coughs> the value of the, uh, the fluorescence in the cells on the boundary, uh, you can derive uh, from, uh, step by step the, the concentration towards the center of the colony. And uh, so it gives you this uh, red uh, curve. Okay, so this is the, the prediction of the model. And these are the experimental data. So there is, uh, what we see is that there is a special gradient uh, of siderophores in the colony. And why is there this special gradient? Uh, because uh, what, <coughs> what this, um, what this, uh, <coughs> this uh, uh, plot tells you is, if I suggest, uh, it, <coughs> it suggests that, uh, that here, uh, if you are uh, above your, uh, your neighbors, uh, you will likely secrete uh, pyoverine. Okay, because uh, your C prime is, uh, your uh, D uh, C prime over DT is negative, and on the contrary, if you are, if the, the concentration is below your neighbors, you will import from them. Okay, so it suggests an exchange model. But your actual <coughs> calculation involves spatial diffusion, or you have a bunch of coupled cells. Yes. To get these predictions, you, you haven't shown the details. But Here. Yeah. Yes. And then the variability is the variability that you showed us with those lineages. Uh, yes. And, uh, and space is taken into account there via diffusion? We, we measure the space here. Yeah. And so we, we, we know the, the neighborhood matrix of each cell. Yes. Okay. And uh, uh, given uh, the, the diffusion equation of uh, the cell level force, we, uh, we, 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 assume the, fin, we measure the boundary. Yes. Okay. And then we calculate uh, the concentration towards the center. So, so it's a slightly more involved cal calculation than the simple equation you right. showed us. Ah, sure. Right. right. Good. Thank you. Right. <coughs> okay. The cells in the inside grow faster as a result of having more of the. Mm, um, you will. You. Uh, no. Fin, in this condition, actually, in this condition. But we can discuss that later. I have a plot, uh, but in this condition, no. And in the other condition, uh, also, uh, no. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> so basically, basically, no. But you, 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 for sure, you can expect uh, such factor. Yeah, I mean, it's just also a general thing that you have more resources, maybe. So it's, it's complicated. Right? Uh, 
There's a question over here. So, so you had a measurement of the correlation. I remember there was a problem with Morris asked. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that after what? Was that four, six? I mean, is, because there's some fitting there's some parameter associated with this Laplacian model. You just construct the Laplacian. Right. So there's a coefficient that sits there. And is that something you learn from? I guess my question is, sort of, where did you get that coefficient from to fit the status on this? So here, that we we don't fit the data. Well, there's some parameters in your model, right? Yes, but uh, and, and how do you? I mean, there's capital gamma and lambda. Okay, here, <coughs> what, what do you do is that uh, simply, okay, you uh, you uh, replace C neighbor by the discrete Laplacian. So like uh, Laplacian C minus the value of C, okay. Okay, and so then you get a diffusion equation, okay, with a <coughs> with a diffusion coefficient which is given by uh, this uh, kappa, okay, and then you have also a gamma in the equation, okay. But uh, if you look, uh, okay. if I you look <coughs> just correlations, I'm, I'm still just confused about correlations in the problem. Like, what are the spatial correlations in the problem? Okay, but I'm going to that. <laughs> Okay, and actually there is, a, if you want to know all the details, there is also a gamma, okay, which is a kappa minus, uh, minus a lambda. And uh, because the, the <coughs> if you solve the, the model in the mean field, and uh, you see that the, 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 the mine, the, like C should behave, uh, I don't remember exactly, it should be something like this. Okay, with gamma equal uh, uh, this is lambda minus kappa. Okay, and because it is li linear, this with time. Okay, it means that this gamma is uh, approximately equal to zero. Okay, and actually you, you can uh, <coughs> we can experiment uh, we can uh, estimate it from the data. Okay, so this is this value is uh, like ten uh, is uh, ten to the minus two, okay, and so the gamma is uh, ten uh, to the minus three. Okay. So I, I just want because you were explaining why there is a gradient, and I'm not sure whether I missed something, but did you finish that? Uh, no, maybe no, no, no. So can you explain? Right, uh, right. Okay. So here, from here, okay. Uh, you, you, you can uh, <coughs> you, <coughs> this, uh, this plot suggests that you have an exchange. Okay, so I if you are in the middle of the colony, you exchange side overflows with, with your neighbors. But if you have at the, the border of the colony, you uh, you, you give to uh, non-existing neighbors, so there is a leak at the, the boundary. Okay, and so this leak is propagating a bit in a, uh, inside the colony. Okay, that's what uh, that's what you see here. So okay. it seems with that, that spatial dynamics that if the sideriform is never retaken up by the cells, that curve has to keep increasing as you go towards the middle of the colony. You go up roughly linear. Uh, here? No, if it the, never plateau. If the, if the sideriform? If the sideriform is never taken up again, right. and, and all the cells produce at the same rate, it should never plateau. The fact that it does plateau suggests that there's some average lifetime that a sideriform molecule has outside the cell. And you should be able to estimate that in the sense from where the, the curve plateaus and then use that as a consistency check for some of the other things that you're doing. 
Uh, if you have a ring of cells that simply uh -huh. produce, you have concentric rings of cells, they all produce molecules at a constant rate. You assume it diffuses freely into a three-dimensional space from spherical and headers. The concentration will just go up linearly from the head to the colony with a number of rows of cells. And in principle, it will okay. never saturate. Mm -hmm. right. right? The fact that it does saturate suggests one of two things which are not mutually exclusive. Either the production rate falls off as you go towards the center of the colony, mm -hmm. or the molecules have a limited half-life, which makes sense, because they get secreted and they get retaken up right. again. The, right. But it seems like you could make estimates of what, from the shape of this curve, what that, that half-life is and use it as a consistency track. <coughs> We haven't thought about this. So, but I, I but, uh, because that's not in the model, and they predict the right thing. No, no, but, uh, for, for, for. Right, which, right. So then, the, then, then effectively, there must be. Well, effectively, but there is an uptake rate in the model, right? There's an uptake rate in the model, which, right, which but, but, effectively the, sets what that half-life is. No, what, 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 what you are telling is that we can uh, like uh, measure the the, the key uh, the key in uh, with this curve, independently from uh, the phenomenological uh, <coughs> coefficient. Uh, I think so, but I'm not sure. Okay, so we, we can discuss about that. Uh, I guess I, I got lost a little bit. Uh, when you introduce the model and you have this feedback term and then the feedback term with all the neighbors and then it reappears in the next equation and basically uh, lattice diffusion model coupling the neighbors and uh, that is all uh, very wonderful and makes perfect sense but it is uh, conceivable just diffusion why am I this is this is uh, basically we are uh, this is just diffusion diffusion. Okay, so there's been but we we we, we 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 can put it. Sorry, Boris. Okay. No, so, right, but no, because I, I said something. Why? Right, okay, go go. <laughs> sorry. Right, you basically start talking about interaction and uh, you know somebody producing, you know, giving and taking, and uh, somebody producing more. Even neighbors are producing less. Uh, there's a lot of anthropomorphism uh, that is somehow being injected. A lot of bacterial behavior is being injected, if I'm uh, hearing correctly. Whereas uh, no, 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 okay. it's just diffusion, and I'm trying to understand. No, 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 Okay, uh, so uh, one thing that is very important in our problem is that we don't claim that in this, uh, in this picture that the cells are producing more and producing less, okay? We just, uh, we are assuming that they produce all the same, okay? So, uh, so the, the, the difference between this and this is just the, the, the balance of exchange, okay? So here, the balance is uh, negative for the cell itself, so positive for the, for the neighbors, and here the balance is negative. So then, at the end, I uh, totally agree with you, with the, our phenomenological model is just a diffusion equation, and nothing more. And there's no, we, we, we I, I, never, I never put uh, in front uh, some uh, anthropological uh, argument, uh, anthropomorphic no, argument. No, no, no. But, uh, so you say, Phenomenological model and 
effective diffusion, and I'm trying to understand that is it a phenomenological something like diffusion, or is it actually diffusion, right? Which is what Andrew is getting, right? There's actually diffusion, and you roughly know what will happen to diffusion this, this, if you set the. This is this is fine. Okay, so, sorry. Go. If it's actually diffusion, and now you set the flow in motion, and uh, you know you start losing your center of floor to three dimensions, so that effectively reduces the diffusive length in uh, your two dimensions, right? It's a very simple way of modulating your lambda in uh, your damping term, right? Changing the time scale. I, it has uh, so implications the way you. Uh, Understand it, no? Uh, I didn't get it actually. Okay, maybe we could discuss it offline. No, but, uh, simply if you if you uh, if you measure the the diffusion, if you uh, if you think that uh, everything can diffuse through the gel, and uh, you you take the the the, the diffusion coefficient given by the Stokes-Einstein relation, okay, you get a lambda that is uh, that is uh, like i, okay with a big diffusion coefficient. And here, the, the, the lambda is uh, roughly the... The coefficient is not enough to uh, give you a length. You also need a time. The, this is a time, actually. This is not a length. Maybe one way to put it is the diffusion coefficient you get change if it has something to do with the diffusion coefficient uh, in the medium, or is it uh, That's what I'm trying to understand. Yeah. So is we starting actually diffusing, or uh, are we in a limit? Uh, are we basically in a limit where we sort of completely dominated by you know, per plasma and pumping uh, yeah. the stuff from one cell yeah. to the other? Right. So that it's transport is completely uh, the body to body. Yeah. But the, 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 this is a uh, right. We think we are in the second uh, in second hypothesis, so that the diffusion is uh, dominated by the select chain rather than free diffusion inside the colony. Okay, uh, <coughs> we can also derive an analytical expression for uh, the temporal correlations. Uh, the, so the, 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 the time scale of this correlation is inversely uh, proportional to, uh, to uh, lambda and is uh, <coughs> larger than the, the division time. Uh, Division time is uh, 30 minutes? So what it's 40, uh, 40, 45 minutes. 40, 45. It's like double. So you get double. Okay, so these are, these are the, <coughs> the, the correlation that you want to, to see. Uh, so this is the correlation of C. And actually, these correlations are, uh, uh, are, uh, are long range uh, because it reflects the, <coughs> the, the gradient in the colony. Now, if you look at the spatial, so now if you look at the the, the, fluct, the, the spatial fluctuations, you only have a small bump at the border of the colony, uh, which reflects the leak. And if you uh, calculate the spatial correlation, these uh, spatial correlations are, are short. So that R, that offset is a radial offset. I mean, there's an angular separation and a radial separation. So what do you mean by distance between two cells? wouldn't think those would be the same. Right? Uh, here, this is the distance uh, between uh, 
the uh, uh, sorry the the concentration in the cell is uh, diluted uh, faster than the, the growth rate and uh, you never see uh, any uh, fluorescence in cell and just uh, uh, like uh, homogeneous level uh, <coughs> in the background so here you have the cell here the fluorescence so actually if you look carefully and you will see some some of the cell pop up and then uh, so then they dilute. So we, we suspect that uh, to get nonlinear uh, effect in the, in the modeling. So what do we see here? Sorry. I, I, here you see the sorry the mutant for uh, the uh, the import uh, pump. Okay. So, so you start with the wild type and then the mutant. No 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 no. This is uh, this is the mutant. So what? Exclusively mutant. Here you have only uh, this Found is settled it. from one cell. Okay, and this cell it has a mutation. There is a mutation in the in the in the transporter. Okay, so you don't have. What's happening now? What's happening now? It's a terracing effect. You're getting a second layer. Is that, right. is that yeah. what? Right, right. And a third layer. Oh, oh, oh. And a third layer. Okay. But, but so, are you doing this at higher external iron concentration? No, no, no. In this, this is in the same uh, concentration. Right, but but so there was a total block to higher burden import. The cell should be unable to take up iron, and they should fail to grow. No, because in the, in this condition, uh, there is no apotransferrin. The, so, the, the so it's a higher effective iron concentration. It's a higher effective iron concentration. Yes, because you don't have the iron. <coughs> right. Can you run this again and tell me what now the left panel is? Because now I think I know what the right panel is. So, what do you want? Oh, in the, the right panel. What, what the right panel, it's pyrrhaline. Okay, I just show here that you, you, you don't see increase in the fluorescence, okay, because uh, fluorescence is diluted by the growth. No. And you don't have the positive feedback to compensate uh, the, the growth, okay? But, but, but actually, I, I, I found this interesting because uh, you see. Uh, that uh, that some, uh, at some time at some point in the the colony uh, cells pop up, uh, fluorescence pop up. So it means it it suggests that the, there is actually nonlinear effect in the in the regulation pathway. Okay. Speaking of popping up, do you understand the onset of terracing and where it occurs? And uh, the onset of of, ter of second layer promotion and the, the, the terracing on the left side. Uh, the, the some of them are sitting on top of others. Right, right. The onset of the second layer. Uh, yeah. How do you understand this? Yes. Uh, I mean, I, vaguely, I can understand it. Well, yeah, vaguely, for sure, you can understand. Okay. Uh, actually, we we uh, we have done a set of previous experiments. Uh, which uh, which suggests that the, the adhesion of uh, of E. coli and uh, we suspect that it is the same for Peptidomonas uh, aeruginosa uh, is uh, asymmetric and so one pole will adhere while the other uh, will elongate. Okay. okay. So and, and 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 so with with, with this uh, with this you can explain the okay it grows like this it, it adheres then it, you have a new pole. And it elongates here. You have a mechanical pressure that in buckles, yeah. okay, and it goes like this. So this is the the story of the first division. Right. So now you repeat it uh, many yeah, times, good, good. okay. You have uh, like a friction forces on the substrate, yes. and in the center where the friction is the the, uh, the the highest, okay. The only way to release the the force to go up. is to go up.
Okay, uh, so we checked that uh, <coughs> uh, we can also uh, we can have mutants, we can uh, vary the, the, the culture conditions, and we can uh, culture our uh, bugs in, uh, on solid surface and in liquid uh, conditions. And uh, so here on solid we retrieve uh, the, the colony, and here in liquid we plate the, the cells, and then we measure the size of force. And uh, so uh, the, the, the concentration of pyrovaline in, uh, in cells is higher in a, <coughs> in a solid condition than in liquid, okay? Because in liquid, uh, the, there is a, a leak for, uh, for every cell, okay? And what is uh, remarkably, what is not found in the, here in the cell periplasm is found in the environment, okay? And the, so the background, the secretion is higher uh, when they are uh, cultured in the liquid than uh, when they are cultured uh, on a solid substrate. So it means that uh, really the cell, uh, cell cell contact, and that goes back to your question, are uh, the, 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 the dominant term of the, the diffusion inside the colony. So the public goods are diffusing away from the edge of the microcolony as well, presumably. Can you observe that, or maybe you should? Uh, no, we yeah, yes, we we can. Uh, you mean here? If we yeah, if if if, if we, outwards from well, if we plot here, yeah. uh, we we over a short scale. We see that the, the concentration is varying, uh -huh. but okay. we, we, we haven't quantified it. Okay. So, right. your, previous, your previous movie actually had uh, some very clear uh, shadow on the outside, which would certainly look quantifiable. Uh, uh, right. I think in the previous slide oh, right. you showed some movie, and right. uh, you could see there was uh, something some going on the outside. We could go back. Here? Yeah, yeah. So the movie on the left, there's a sh the, the, the shadows actually mean that little halo, uh, Boris. Ah, the shadows? No, uh, this, this is a, this is face contrast image. Ah, uh, just a face. <laughs> and this is the fluorescence. All right. Okay. Okay, so uh, <coughs> now uh, all this data uh, strongly suggests uh, a local exchange between cells, and we, we want to see if this uh, local exchange of cellular force uh, can uh, stimulate uh, fitness, uh, so the, the, the growth rate of individual cells. Uh, so uh, all the experiments I've, I've presented so far are done in this iron-rich uh, condition, where we don't put uh, an extra iron chelator, and now we will put uh, an extra iron chelator, Okay, so in the previous condition, uh, the growth rate doesn't depend on the, on the position in the colony and on the, the value of uh, the stadial flow concentration in the neighboring cells. And, uh, but when you add uh, this, uh, uh, this uh, transferrin, uh, which uh, makes the, the, the medium selective for, uh, for the stadial force, uh, then you, you see that there is a positive correlation uh, with the, 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 the intensity in the neighboring cells and a negative correlation uh, between the distance to, uh, from the border. So D is a measure of the size of the microcolony? <coughs> D is a, so D bar is the size of the microcolony and D is the distance to the border. Okay. Okay, 
So, uh, <coughs> so this tells you that uh, the, the exchange uh, can stimulate fitness. So uh, now we would like to do uh, experimental evolution under the microscope. So it's, it's bad to be in the middle, is that what it says? <laughs> it, it, it is going, uh, so the net effect is compensated because uh, when you are in the middle, uh, the neighbors are, uh, have a higher concentration. Okay, but, but but if you look uh, uh, if you look at the distance uh, to, to towards the, the center of the colony, it is decreasing. Actually, we, uh, sorry. Does that give you an optimal location, so to speak? I mean, the, no, the, no. You don't want to be near an edge, or but edge you, middle, the, the, the edge down? the edge is better uh, because you have a fresh region of uh, nutrients. Yes. Okay. Good. But but, but, but uh, there is a trade-off because uh, in the same time uh, you are uh, your cellular force are leaking. Leaking away. Exactly. So. Uh, yeah. Out of infinity. But at least the, at least the micro colonies that you're showing us in the micrographs are so small that the concentration of nutrients is never going to be right with it. But these are agar pads. They're quite thin, right? Uh, like two, two hundred uh, microns. Yes. So to do the microscopy, you have to do it in a medium which is extremely thin. Oh uh, no, but we we supply uh, nutrients all the time. No, 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 no. Nutrients wouldn't play a role because the other the egg gets flat. Should we should see? Should we see a, if the nutrients are playing a role? We should see because this, that should be tilted or something. No? Sorry. In figure A, if nutrients were playing a role, wouldn't it ah, yes. expect it to be right. tilted to show there's effectiveness? If there, there's only nutrients present, there's no error. No, but here there is an issue. We think that there is an issue with the nutrient involved here is the iron. Right. But so what it says is that yes. under your conditions, the only limiting nutrient is iron. Yeah. At the edge, because that's a lower effective high burning concentrations because you ultimately have fewer close and reasonably close neighbors. You grow worse. And as you go towards the middle of the colony, bioburden concentration keeps going up, it will eventually plateau and you grow faster. Uh, well, actually, but, but the, 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 those two effects are uh, compensate uh, each other. Because as you, uh, I mean, the, the exchange are uh, stimulating the, the during elongation rate, okay? But from uh, as you go in the center of the colony, the exchange are uh, higher, okay? But on the contrary, the, the the availability of iron is lower. Yeah, sure. The ultimate in the middle, if the diffusion of iron is sufficiently slow and the colony is sufficiently big, you'll be limited for iron, right? Because the iron all gets taken up by cells, the, the iron effectively yeah, is Okay, but uh, uh, I'm not cheating uh, this data. Okay, so this is what I measure. So they, 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 they should be, uh, there is something, and uh, if, you, if you think about something that is uh, that makes more sense than uh, the the reduce of uh, availability of iron towards the center, I, I, I take it. No, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Uh, I, guess what, I guess I find the, the figure confusing. The question is, if you look at the proliferation rate against radius, mm -hmm. is it something where there's an optimal proliferation no. rate? No, no, this was the question of Mike and, and no. So you're saying these effects exactly compensate? Exactly compensate. It's like the mayor's uh, law. Uh, 
Okay, so uh, so we 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 have done uh, the evolution. Of, uh, maybe I can. <coughs> well, basically, uh, you you know that we have a lattice. We have cells. We have producers in white, non-producers in uh, black. Uh, this is uh, like uh, one uh, generation. Uh, <coughs> one generation, and during this generation, we compute uh, the the diffusion of pyoverdin, and then we uh, we assign um, uh, an iron uh, <coughs> uh, intake with the concentration of this pyoverdin, and then we assign uh, a fitness uh, depending on the the, the, the iron uptake and uh, with a cost. Okay, and uh, then we substitute. The, the players depending on the on the fitness of the neighbors and then we update the map. Okay? So, so Delta is your Laplace operator? Uh, delta is the Laplace operator, yes. And this is a two dimensional Laplace? Uh, yes. And before when you did your discrete Laplacian that was also two dimensional? This, this was exactly this equation. You're always using two dimensional? Yes. Okay? So and uh, non-producers just one with alpha equals zero. Uh, exactly, non-producers alpha equals zero. Okay, and uh, so in this uh, in this simulation we can vary the kappa, which is the diffusion coefficient, and uh, the c. Okay, and actually kappa is uh, is a pro is uh, because of that this it uh, this is uh, also lambda. And so, uh, if uh, the side of four are diffusing uh, uh, fast and the cost is high, the, the producers uh, go in, goes instinct uh, <coughs> quite instantaneously. On the contrary, if the diffusion is low and uh, is slow, pardon, uh, sorry, and uh, the cost is low, uh, they, they invade everything. And in the intermediate case, uh, the intermediate case is the, the cost that has been reported in the, the, the literature. And uh, the diffusion coefficient that we, we measure uh, in our system, and so <coughs> we get uh, we get a phase diagram of uh, of uh, this, uh, this simulation, and uh, so we start with a ratio uh, one one ratio of uh, producers versus non producers. So in this region, the the producers uh, extinct, and on the contrary. In this region, uh, the producers uh, uh, can uh, can survive, and um, so these are uh, here the plot. This uh, tells you the proportion of uh, of uh, defectors uh, <coughs> as uh, in uh, these uh, in these uh, three uh, region of the phase diagram. Do you have genetic drift and number fluctuation? No, here nothing. This is just deterministic. Why? Just deterministic. I mean, that could be important. Uh, yeah, sure. No, no, yes, but it is, this is a, <coughs> this was actually only to check uh, that with only this scenario, uh, without anything else, uh, the, the production is stable. What are the units of cost there? How are they measured? You said that they came from some experimental data. The cost, uh, okay, actually, if you uh, derive uh, this expression, uh, you can show that the cost uh, is. Uh, Okay, I don't remember. <coughs> this is something like this. Uh, so what I here I call this uh, V. And you get uh, something like this. Okay, this is uh, 
Okay, I can do the calculation afterwards, but uh, if I remember well, this is something like this. N is okay. the population. N is the number of generation. generations. Generations. Okay. Did you say that these, so, that so these data came from some experimental measurement of cost? Why the the one I showed you before? You you pick up the the points. Okay, so you get the V. You know uh, the time of the competition, so you know the time, uh, the number of generations. I see. So it's and then, uh, huh? yes, because <coughs> because if you uh, if you expand uh, if you expand this, actually this is proportional to the. You say that the the, the fitness, so the, the growth rate new, is uh, proportional to your uh, benefit. Uh, so alpha uh, plus uh, something, uh, uh, okay. And uh, and so and now if you have a and this is this is a delta nu uh, over nu, okay, which is actually uh, I should maybe a reason. Okay. I can give you the details. Okay. What's, what's the dotted line then? The dotted line is the actually the this is here the value of the lambda we measured, okay? With the, so this is a, this is a, this is what we claim should be the, the line on a, on a, in a solid in a specially structured environment. The, the experiment is working for that particular cost. And the. That line. The, the the experiment that I showed uh, at the beginning. That this refers. You have a word experiment. Ah no, the the uh, well okay no this this exp no the experiment is uh, for this. Oh, okay. Okay, okay and then can you explain? The is that line. Can you explain the graphs on the right, saying that the defectors okay. are the proportion on the right hand side. What? The, the, the proportion of defectors. Although those are time traces for those three yes. points on the phase diagram. Right. And so, Roman numeral two, they're going to a fixed proportion, which is exactly half. Yes. Okay. In the, in this case, uh, they, at, at the beginning they they are fit, they are fitter, but then it turns that uh, they, they they become less fit. So the place where the the you get a stable uh, fraction of defectors that's neither zero nor one. Is the set of measures zero on this phase diagram? No, all those colors. Uh, no, see, this is zero. Zero, uh, zero defectors is here. Okay. So here you invade uh, totally. Okay. Okay. Here uh, the uh, the defectors uh, invade uh, totally. So you think these just haven't gone long enough, or because one should go to zero and three should go? Ah, uh, here. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Here, yes. Okay. <coughs> Yes, because there's one very general problem with this sort of analysis. So this assumes that you sort of live in this constant environment where everyone's always at high density and these interactions go on. It's presumably true in the history of many microbes that they, at some frequency, get diluted to points that colonies are formed from individual cells that are very far from other cells. And under those conditions, the cheats lose, right? And that. That, that worrying about that sort of environmental heterogeneity in space and time, which is something that Mimi brought up yesterday, seems like it's really crucial. You know, to, to paraphrase Abe Lincoln, you can fool some people all of the time, and all people some of the time, you can't fool all of the people all of the time. And 
unless you know something about the life history of the organism, that it always ends up in polyclonal situations, so that sheets would always have cooperators to parasitize, the sort of level of obsession that we collectively show about cheating, I think, is derived from anthropomorphic worry about the fairness of the people who review our papers. No, I mean, it's a, I think it's a serious point. That, you know, it, these things, I'm not criticizing anything about the work as such. I'm just talking about the sort of general concern amongst people interested in social biology about cheating, that there's this hidden assumption that everyone makes that the cheats and the cooperators are always confronting each, each other. But that it's probably true in the life histories of most organisms. If you go through periods where you approach infinite evolution, the cheats are totally lost. Okay, Kelly, I, 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 back. I never, I, I never talked. you didn't say any, it's a I never of, talked about cheating and cooperators here. But uh, expect, except that's also a matter of, of okay, and, and, and how you know how frequent that situation. Right. Is so the more frequent it is, the, the lower the steady state frequency of cheats is over long evolutionary periods. Yes, it's common about a general feature of research in this. Field rather than criticism of your talk, but this time yeah, yeah, sure. produces new sure. But, but uh, also, uh, a lot of people uh, told me that uh, this, this uh, simulation is uh, useless because you can't do the experiment. Uh, actually, today I'm claiming that uh, I will do the experiment. Okay? So, uh, <coughs> this, this is actually the, when, you, when you have a, a colony that is growing, okay? And uh, so, if you can uh, induce somehow. The, the different phenotypes in the colony while it is uh, growing. So this is uh, like a natural scenario for the appearance of uh, mutants in a growing colony. Okay, Th this goes back to, uh, to this kind of situation where you have uh, non-producers uh, in embedded inside the producers. I'm not saying the simulation is useless. <laughs> but no, I'm, but I'm, not, I'm not actually convinced by this also. No, so. <laughs> Okay, and so these are, this is the, the end, uh, uh, just uh, to, uh, <coughs> because uh, we, we have seen that uh, in this, sorry. So in the simulation, we see, we see that uh, there are uh, patches of uh, fluorescent uh, cells uh, which uh, produce uh, pyoverdine, okay? And so we experimentally check this. Uh, we have uh, <coughs> a reporter strain for the production, so there is a, we have a PVDA, a YFP. PVDA is the first NRPs involved in the, the, the synthesis of the CYO4s. Uh, and uh, we, uh, we culture it with a, with a non-producing strain, okay? And uh, so this is the, the colony here, and so this is the producers, and uh, these are the, this is the, the fluorescence of uh, pyovadine, and what you see is that you have well-defined boundaries between the non-producers and the producers, okay? So really, the local exchange uh, <coughs> are, uh, are important for uh, the, 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 the concentration in cells. And uh, and then here, this is uh, 
Okay. We have three starters. Three founders. Uh, this one is a Delta PVDA. Delta PVDA, it is a white strain. So non-producer, non-producer. So these guys, uh, don't, they are stressed. They don't have silo force. So they, they, they try to escape. They don't grow uh, in a packed uh, condition. And they, they do a kind of teaching, uh, teaching motility. Uh, and here, they stay uh, packed. And uh, they grow. And at the end, you will see that these guys uh, will uh, can uh, recover by the because uh, now the, the secretion is sufficient in the environment uh, to let them uh, grow. Can you show the movie uh, yet another time? Just Thank you. There's twitching motility going on on the left side. You said? Uh, ear and ear. Yeah. Uh, see, uh, oh, there it goes. I see. Okay. There it goes. Ah. Okay. And there's no twitching motility over there with no. those producers. Okay. They're happy. I see. So the, the cheaters are twitching around during yes, the time. Yes, and, 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 and here the... to parasitize. Right. Exactly. Ah. Okay. Wow. And then sadly, they, they don't have enough. They can't... Too um, bad. All right. <laughs> <laughs> sadly. From there. <laughs> Justice prevails. Okay. So is, the, is the argument that uh, uh, quantitatively reduced the ability of cells to reinforce higher burden, that it would be much harder in this situation to kill the genes, right? Because you'd effectively increase the path length of the secreted higher burden. Uh, uh, sorry, I didn't. So in this situation, as I understand it, the cheats die out because cells reuptake pyoverdin at high enough levels that there's a strong spatial gradient in the concentration of pyoverdin at the edge of the growing microphone. So it seems like a prediction of that is that if you could quantitatively reduce import of pyoverdin in the producers by, let's say, a factor of three, the cheats would now be able to survive close to the end. Yes. But uh, they, they, they are in, near the edge, they are actually uh, able to survive. Because where, when they are contacting the cells, they can uh, benefit from the, the exchange with the, the producing strain cells. Okay. Yeah, they look like they make a necklace around the outside yes. of the. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You can watch them move over there. Yes, exactly. It seems that there is a like uh, chemotaxi yeah. for uh, for pyoverdin. Would, would it be useful to just fluorescently label the uh, the cheaters? Yeah. So you can see them very clearly, which is yes. less, okay. Actually, rather than uh, just looking for twitching. So uh, actually, actually, uh, you know, it could go without chemo tanks just because they reproduce more. Once if one happens to get over there, then they divide more. So this is how I know that uh, this one are not producing and this one is producing uh, because uh, I measure the level of cyanide uh, force. Okay. okay, but then if I want to quantify the thing. Yeah. Uh, I can't use this because it's it's a mess, okay. And uh, and wh what I can do is to to do the experiment with this uh, red strain. But now, if I do the experiment with this red strain, unfortunately, the red strain is also swarming, okay. Uh, and uh, both strains are mixing together, okay. Okay. So actually, this strain is really convenient to do uh, <coughs> to do your kind of uh, group uh, assortment. And uh, to, to play with that because everything uh, will be uh, mixed and uh, the, the, the frequency will change. But to, uh, to do like a clear experiment, this is uh, we, we can't do it yet. Well, so why is the red strain wet red? What makes it red? So, 
what, 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 what uh, you said the red strain doesn't swarm anymore. No, the the, uh, the red strain the red strain uh, swarm, uh, swarm. It is not uh, swarming; it is uh, more teaching motivity. Uh -huh. Okay, but th this strain is also motile. Okay. <coughs> Ah, what is the mechanism? So, uh, what is known is that you have uh, one pump that is dedicated uh, to uh, export, one pump, uh, one transporter that is dedicated to uh, import. Uh, then, about the explanation uh, about the, the microscopic mechanism uh, which enables uh, the exchange, that's your question. We. Huh? Well, I'm, I'm just curious. Uh, you know, bacteria do have contact interactions. They yes. have also pili, pumps. Yes, exactly. But gen I was just wondering. Generally, it's, it's mediated uh, by uh, tube-like structures, and here uh, this is not the case uh, because uh, cytophore should uh, diffuse uh, outside the cells in order to uh, chelate iron. Yep. Uh, but we suspect actually the, the 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 mesh of the the cell wall, okay, because uh, to to play uh, to play a role in this uh, <coughs> in. The, System, uh, and we can expect uh, from uh, this uh, polymeric, uh, this uh, intracellular polymeric uh, network, that the diffusion will be uh, restricted uh, within uh, this mesh. Let me suggest that you uh, do your conclusion, uh, and uh, but, okay, but, uh, but then we can take questions. The conclusion size. Uh, so uh, basically, we have two conclusions. Uh, so basically, we have a special explanation for either relatedness or uh, assortment. Uh, and uh, so the local exchange also generates gradients. And these gradients are uh, really important for uh, the, the physiological heterogeneity in biofilm. And then I just want to, to tease uh, Andrew uh, about, <coughs> about multicellularity. Uh, OK, I'm not claiming that uh, this is a multicellularity, but uh, this local exchange uh, reminds uh, the, the paracrine uh, signaling in in, uh, in uh, developing uh, <coughs> in, uh, in development, and uh, also we uh, the, the the gradient uh, reminds the the the, the, the spatial gradient uh, that set uh, the axis uh, in uh, in developmental uh, biology. Okay, and uh, that's uh, that's all. Thank you, Nicolas.